Welcome to the Unleash Your Voice podcast. I'm your host, Danielle Driuso, performer and creator by nature, voice specialist and leadership coach by day. And I work with entrepreneurs all over the world to help them unleash their voice and step into the leader that they were destined to be. This podcast is an unfiltered look at what it takes to truly own who you are as a leader, unleash your voice, and get your message to the masses. Are you ready to turn up the volume on your dreams, your desires, and your income? Sweet. Let's get started. Ooh, you guys. I've got a lot of emotions running through my head right now, so welcome to the show. (laughs) So today's topic is going to be really freaking exciting. It's something that's super close to my heart. It's something that I could riff on forever, and I get pretty heated about it. So pop a squat, pour yourself some coffee, or whatever you choose to be drinking at whatever time it is, no judgments, and... Just let's have a conversation about one word in particular, and that word is the word humble. Humble, you know? Like, who sings that song? Kendrick Lamar? No. Who sings that song? Hold on. I'm going to take a quick Google break. One second. Okay, I'm back. And guess what? I'm still not cool enough to know this, but apparently I was correct. Kendrick Lamar. You know the song that's like, stay humble, sit down. Stay humble. Sit down. I know it sounds like Kendrick Lamar is actually in the speakers right now, so hopefully he doesn't like try to sue me for copyright infringement because I sounded so similar to that song, but um, we're just going to roll with it, okay? So no, that was actually me. I know I have a lot of talents. One of them is um, really poor karaoke, but that right there was me, in fact. It was. Okay, so the word humble. We got into a really great conversation. I was on a coaching call yesterday with a bunch of badass humans from all around the globe. Like people were chiming in from everywhere. We were on the call with the beautiful Taylor Manning, which was on the last episode. She was on the last episode. If you didn't already listen to that, go listen to it. It's a really great episode. But we were just talking and someone was talking about how they were shy and and that sort of thing. I don't want to get too much into it because obviously not my story to tell, but they were pretty much just saying like they're really shy. So it's hard for them to talk about their work. It's hard for them to write content. That's really like, look how amazing I am. And both me and Taylor were like literally busting at the seams to talk. So (laughs) Taylor said her amazing thing about the energy shy, because in the words of Taylor, she said something along the lines of that sometimes it's a tendency to use the words introvert and shy as an excuse pretty much to not show up. And I think that's really, really accurate because even though I would classify myself as an extrovert, there are still moments where I'm super shy. There's still moments where I feel this pull to be quote unquote humble, to really be more quiet about who I am or be more quiet about if I'm actually proud of myself. Now, a lot of the time we feel this need to shrink who we are because we don't want to come off as cocky or overconfident because we've been taught that being really overzealous about who you are is bad. We've been taught in so many different instances. Like I was raised Roman Catholic, so I could go on that forever. And if you were on my email list, um, 
I talked about this. I talked about this idea that I was so scared that I would be smited if I actually believed that I was worthy of something. So I would utilize self-deprecating humor. I would always try to like belittle who I was. If someone else felt comfortable because maybe I got more attention, I would try my best to belittle who I was so that they would get more attention or they would feel like I was more relatable in some way. And I did this in my business too. Like if I was earning a lot of money and one of my friends wasn't, I would sabotage myself because I felt bad because I felt like, oh, well, who am I to do this if she can't or who am I to do this if it's not working out for them? And this idea that you have to sacrifice who you are in order to make room for someone else is just outdated. It's outdated and it's complete and total bullshit because there's room for all of us. And I'm not just saying that like, oh, there's room for all of us. There really is. And it's my mission to make you so wildly confident about who you are because the more space that you hold for yourself to be unconditional with yourself, to love yourself more, to be completely obsessed with your own self-discovery, to discover all these beautiful talents that you have, like think about about it. You have this time on earth to get to know who you are. You have this time on earth to utilize your gifts. And we oftentimes don't because we're taught it's wrong or bad or not okay. Or that if our brain works in a different way as someone else, then we're not as smart as them. Or if we do something that's out of the ordinary, we're weird. Like we are ashamed so much for stepping outside of the box. And guess what? That idea of humble or that idea of really belittling who you are, that idea of shyness or that idea of holding back on who you are is just a projection of what we've been taught for years and years and years because our whole education system was built on a hierarchy. And I don't mean to get like super like up and political up in here, but it's true. We were taught like even way, way, way back in the day, think of it, there was a queen and a king. And then there was the the high class and then there was the middle class and then there was the lower class and then there was the, the people who were treated like slaves and all this stuff. Like there was a system set in place to keep people in their place. And over years and years and years of us still staying like that, even in jobs or anything, you have to follow the rules. You have to stick, stay in your place. You have to stay in your own lane because God forbid, if you make someone else feel uncomfortable because you might be actually outspoken or something like that, you're triggering something in them and they don't feel confident in themselves. Well, guess what? When I started to do these self self-deprecating humor and started to really belittle who I was, I felt even more shitty about myself and I was shitty to other people and I would be even more triggered by other people. But the more and more that I actually am more in love with my own self-awareness and self-discovery and doing this work on me and people can say it's selfish or self-centered or whatever, I've been called cocky or conceited, like these, just these labels or my newest course is called Unprofessional. I'll talk about that at the end, but those silly, silly labels that people put on us because we make them feel uncomfortable. So they have nothing to do because when you make someone feel uncomfortable, they go into this defensiveness, right? So if anyone has ever made you feel uncomfortable, you probably felt like you had to like, I think of it like a dog, like you had to like bark back at them or something like that. So what do you do? try to hurt them, hurt people, hurt people. So when you're feeling defensive and hurt, you need to hurt other people in order to keep yourself safe. So what do people do? People say things, they criticize, they ask questions that they know will trigger you and it sucks. And if we all just really owned the fuck out of who we were and we really, really loved ourselves so deeply, we could look at things with such deep self-awareness, love and respect. So my theory is 
in relationships, no one's right, no one's wrong. Like, think of, like, the little tiny fights. Like, we're not getting into, like, the big shit, okay? But no one's right and no one's wrong. So say if someone doesn't text you back right away and you get really pissed off, it's not that maybe they didn't text you back right away because they were busy or maybe they their phone isn't working or maybe all these different things. But instead of coming from a place of like, fuck you, you didn't text me back. It's this clear, open communication and not being afraid to ask like, Hey, um, this happened. Like, I was just wondering if we could have open conversation about it where no one's right and no one's wrong. And then all the walls come down and you can actually have an open communication between what each partner needs or what each partner expects. Or you get a chance to be like, hey, this happened. It triggered me in this way. This is how I feel about it. And I think this is bringing up this, this, this in me. And I just wanted to know what your perspective was. And you can have that open conversation and understand each other better. That's where depth in relationships come from. But if we're constantly afraid of proving something or being something or not trying to make someone feel uncomfortable because we're just being who we are, we have a tendency to lash out. We have a tendency to try to hurt in order to keep ourselves safe, right? And if we all loved loved ourselves so deeply and held such space for unconditional love for ourselves on such a radical level, then you would naturally hold space for other people. When you're having a fucking amazing day, you are more likely to do amazing things for other people. When you feel really good about yourself, you're more likely to compliment people. When you feel like shit about yourself or you feel resentment, you are more likely to pass that resentment off. Whatever energy you charge yourself with, I talk about this all the time in my workshops. If you've ever been to one of my in-person workshops, you know this, or if you worked with me, you know this. (laughs) I talk about how we're all batteries. And depending on how you charge yourself, depending on what you plug into and the charge that you let your your energy fill with, whether that be resentment, love, excitement, joy, whatever, whatever you're plugging into, that is exact energy that you are going to be working from. That's the exact energy that you are going to be acting from. Right. And I know I'm like jumbling my words because I'm so excited and my brain is moving way quicker than my mouth is, (laughs) but hopefully that makes sense where that's exactly what you're going to charge from. So my whole thing is making you wildly obsessed with who you are, because this idea of humble, when we shatter it, We are so much more likely to feel incredible and amazing in our skin and do nice things for people. And we don't feel like we're always on the defense. We don't feel like we always have to try to hold back who we are because we're going to make other people feel uncomfortable. And this goes like so much deeper than this, but this is the gist of it. Even in business, even in business, there's been times that I've held back on who I was so many times because I was so scared of being too loud, too bold, swearing too much being unprofessional in some way, having mistakes in my emails. And then what happens when you feel like you have the potential to be hurt, you hide, you hide who you are. And then that just means that people are putting you in, in like a certain limitation or certain box or certain set of standards where, okay, now you've been put in your place or whatever. And that person doesn't necessarily get to feel comfortable because here's the thing. When you're a dick to someone, does it feel good? Maybe for like five seconds. And then You have these human emotions because you hurt someone else and it feels shitty. Like it is such a short term fix. It's like when you, um, work from this place of spite, you're like, yeah, I hope they trip and then something bad happens. And you're like, well, fuck, like that doesn't actually feel good. Maybe it feels good for a second. It helps your wounded ego, but it actually doesn't feel good. So my thing is, I don't think anyone's bad or evil. I think that people are just acting from these energies of hurt, defensiveness, 
and these energies of needing to like prove themselves and it's bullshit. That does not mean, by the way, if you are in a relationship where you have someone in your life that is working from that energy, it is not your responsibility to save them. It is not. I have been there, done that. Okay. (laughs) I have been there. I've tried to save people. It does not work. What I'm saying is that you need to really turn inward and be really aware of the energy that you're acting from and be okay with taking up space. Cause like, what's the worst thing that could happen if you were 110% who you were and took up as much fucking space as you wanted and were as bold and as loud about your message, especially as an entrepreneur, what would you do? Probably, I don't know, something as terrible as maybe change the world. Like, hello, we could do so much more amazingness for this world if we just weren't so fucking scared of being misunderstood. And that's the thing. There's this word that I hate and it's realist. Oh, come on, be realistic. Oh, come on, get a grip. That's what I've heard a lot when I was younger. Or come on, like you better lower your standards. It rarely happens. And that was in pertains or that pertains to when I wanted to be an actor, like a famous actor. I wanted to do all these things. And I got, I got told so much that it wasn't realistic, that it wasn't something that happens to everyone. Come on. It only happens if you live in these places. It only happens if you do this X, Y, Z or whatever. It only happens if you're this height or this weight or whatever. And I never fit in and I felt so discouraged but I fucking hated that word, realist. I hated the word humble. I hated that those words that are just trying to limit you, right? Trying to limit your potential, trying to keep you small in this way of really keeping you in place in society. And society doesn't need that. We've had years and years and years of people, you know, quote unquote, being a part of a status quo. We're done with it. There's shifts happening. And one of the best things you could do is be fully who you are. Like, I do not vibe with the word realist because honestly, when people use that word, I feel like they're pretty much telling me to live my life based on the limitations of someone else's ideas of what's possible. Think of it. It literally tells me that there's no room for innovation. It tells me like, this is how it is. It is what it is. Like, too bad. Like, I'm sorry. Sorry, bro. But no, the world did not expand by people thinking inside the box. There is so much more room for dreamers in this world. Like we have enough realists. We have enough people who just want to pay bills and die. We have enough people who, that sounded really dramatic, but it's true. We have a lot of people who are sitting there being like, well, I hope the world changes and I'm just going to sit here until it does. And then we have the doers, which is you. That's you. If you're listening to this podcast, especially that's you. And The number one thing that we need to do as doers is to rise up and be who we were destined to be, be the leaders that we were destined to be and stop listening to the limitations of what everyone else is saying. You're fucking amazing. You are, you are so fabulous. Stop being so fucking secretive about it, right? Like we need to hear your belief in yourself because it gives people this sense of belief in who they are too. It gives them permission to step up and rise up. I strongly believe that we all know how awesome we are, but we, we have just been taught that it's wrong too, right? Like when I ask people, one of my favorite questions to ask people is, what's your favorite thing about yourself? And people get really uncomfortable at first. And then you hear amazing things come out of their mouth. Amazing things. One of my favorite things about myself is that I can make friends anywhere I go. 
And that's one of my superpowers is connection. And that makes me unique. And that also makes me superhuman, I feel. And I feel like we are all superhuman. And our gifts, like that gift of connection is something that I teach and preach and live and walk and talk. I walk it like I talk it. And it's something that is so needed in this world. But that doesn't make me any different from you. We need your shit. We need who you are. We need so many things about who you are. And if you've been taught that you have to be humble about it or that you have have to be shameful about it or whatever, and this goes for any part of who you are. I'm not just talking in business, yes, because you're most likely an entrepreneur or a leader, but this goes for every single fucking thing that makes you weird or unique or just potent. It makes you different. And different is magnetic. Different is magnetic. And it's just so fucking powerful. So literally everything that you've been told that you have to do or be in order to be successful is a bold faced lie. It really is. And I'm so freaking excited because I'm going to share with you guys what I just recently launched yesterday. Now listen here. I have an amazing, amazing deal for you today. And if you're listening to this podcast, message me because I might let you sneak in. Okay. So if you're listening to this podcast and it's already past the cutoff, I may let you sneak in. So message me, email me. My email's on here. You can find me on Instagram, Danny Drew. So all the info is in the show notes. Okay. But I launched this course and this is why I want to talk to you guys about this. The course is called unprofessional. It's a bold word, word. Hey, it's actually a hashtag unprofessional because I just got so fucking sick of this idea of needing to prove who we are as experts. I got so fucking sick of this idea of needing to prove who I was as a person. I got so freaking sick of having all these different standards for all these different areas of my life and not being able to be myself. So needing this chameleon attitude of, okay, and trust me, this is coming from someone who's had like a gazillion jobs. So at one time, I had a job where I would have to go into the office, so I would have to dress pretty conservatively, and I would feel so insecure if I wore my makeup flat out, like, bold as fuck, because people would comment on it, and people would also comment on if I didn't wear makeup, and it would really drive me fucking nuts, and also, it was unprofessional if I brought in coffee for everyone. Like, how fucking ridiculous is that? It was unprofessional if... I swore, which makes sense. Like I get it. There's a time and a place, but it was just little things that made me feel like who I was, was not accepted in there. Right. And obviously I used to work with kids, so I didn't swear around children guys. (laughs) Don't worry. But then I would go into schools and I would dress a little bit more me, a little bit more bright and colorful and the kids would love it. And I would say my words like, um, awesome possum or, Taco Taco and kids would love it. They would love it so much, but I can't say that in, in the, um, office cause people look at me like I'm fucking crazy. Right. And then I go to my makeup artist job where I could wear my makeup as bold and as fucking amazing as I wanted to. And it would be so accepted. One of my favorite things of working for the company that I worked for is that they have a credo of all races, all ages, all sexes. And that just made me so happy. And like all genders, all inclusion, everything, because that was a place where I feel I felt most at home. 
And the only rule was to wear all black, obviously, and just like do whatever you want. So we could do whatever we wanted with our makeup. Everyone was so accepted there. And it was just this place of open acceptance. And I have never been more me in an establishment. And I've never been so fucking good at a job other than my business because I rock at this, right? (laughs) I'm an expert. But it's just that permission to be who I was without limitations made me want to excel more, made me want to do more for the company. And it made me feel so comfortable and confident in being myself that the, the ability of me to take on a leadership role was just so easy. And I had this conversation with my grandma the other day. Guys, my grandma's woke as fuck, okay? <laughs> she is woke. <laughs> we were talking and she's in a management role and she's talking about like millennials being so afraid to take initiative. And I'm like, yeah, it's because we're all so scared to get in trouble. We're so scared to get in trouble. We're so scared to be told that we're wrong. We're so, so scared to be told that we're not good enough. We're so scared to step on anyone's toes. And it's not because we're scared to take initiative. It's because we literally are all kind of waking up to this idea of all inclusivity. We don't want to piss anyone off. And we also want to change the world. And there's a really, really powerful way. We want to everyone to feel accepted and loved. And it gets to this point where we carry so much weight on our shoulders because we've also been taught this double standard of it's not okay to be okay with who you are, but also we want to make everyone else feel okay being who they are. So we don't even know. It's like, fucking walking around being like, I don't even know what to do with my hands (laughs) because there's this double standard of you, you know, it's cocky to really be proud of your work. It's really, really, um, unprofessional to talk about how amazing you are, but also please have the tenacity to go for this job interview. Please have the tenacity to do this and that. And honestly, especially with women. And I don't like, I really, um, I'm not going to get into it too much because this is a whole nother fucking thing. This could be another whole nother episode. But I got told so much growing up, you better be ladylike. You, you should probably be more ladylike. When I started my business, I got told you should be more ladylike. And what does that even fucking mean? That meant I got criticized with having tattoos on my forearms or visible tattoos because I quote unquote should be more ladylike to be tenacious with how I how I feel and how, what I believe in and, and going after these goals. Oh, that's not very ladylike. Right. And swearing that that's not very professional. That's not not very ladylike. I just got so fucking done with these standards of what I needed to be to be successful. And even like my makeup artist job, even like the business job, even like where I like went into the office, even like teaching kids, there's a different set of professional standards per place, but don't start to build your business based off of what you were taught was professional in a business setting, in a work setting where you were an employee. You are building your business and your brand off of someone else's standards of what's possible and what's okay. And that's bullshit. You wanted freedom, so you created this business to have freedom. You wanted freedom, so you built this life to have freedom. So why are you still basing your standards off of what other people are telling you is possible of you? Just let that soak in for a second because I did this for so long. I was so scared of being too loud. I was so scared of being too bold. I would come home from my makeup artist job, wash my face so that I didn't have too bold a makeup and do a Facebook Live because I was so fucking scared of someone telling me that my makeup was too bold. I was whispering into the microphone because I was so scared that someone would tell me I was too loud. I was starting to use words that I don't even use. I love my lingo. I love my lingo so much because... It's not like quote unquote professional English, but 
I just love it because it's a complete expression of who I am. And I was using words that are like, hi, I would like to talk to you in per- like in accordance with what you questioned about or whatever the fuck. I don't even know. I can't even think of it right now. But I just talked, I tried to talk so like quote unquote smart because I was so scared of making jokes because I thought people would discredit my intelligence. Well, no, that's because I was taught for years and years and years that you know what, you can't be too smart or else you're going to make people feel uncomfortable. And so what I do, I would joke about things and then people started calling me airhead. And I was like, no, I'm actually really fucking smart. And now I just own all of it. But there's all these insecurities and things and limitations that people have put on us and we have put on each other and we have put on ourselves. And so what if we just blew that all the fuck up? And that's really what this course is about. It's 30 days to unleash who you really are on the inside and to go against all the standards that have been set up for you. And I'm having so much fucking fun doing this launch because I'm talking about everything that I was ever told was unprofessional that are the reasons why people hire me today. There's reasons why people follow me. It's because of my personality, which I was told is unprofessional. It's, you can't be too bubbly. That's unprofessional, right? You got to be more serious. And then I was also told making jokes is it makes you stupid or whatever. Like, no, actually comedy is the highest form of intelligence because to be able to understand something so deeply that you can actually turn it on its head and make fun of it, that's a fucking gift, okay? <laughs> I love comedians so much. So if you're a comedian, hit me up. Like, let's be best friends or um, improv and stuff. Like, just so, it's so, you have to be so grounded in your own intelligence to be able to do those jobs. And I'm just, it's so incredible. Then this idea of, oh, if you don't write the way that you write an essay, you are quote unquote unintelligent or unprofessional. Well, guess what? No one's going on Facebook. No one's going to different businesses because of the fucking essay style words. No one reads the terms and conditions because no one cares. (laughs) They watch commercials because it makes them feel something. They read your content because it makes you th- them feel something. All these standards that have been set up for people telling us what is possible in our business is complete and total bullshit. And we're going to disprove all of it. And you're going to be as successful as you have ever been before, like more successful than you've ever been before. And you're going to feel more fulfilled and more powerful and more empowered in who you are. And you're going to have deeper relationships and you're going to feel like you're fucking on top of the world. Because you're going to be deeply, deeply holding space for your own self-expression. And I don't care who tells you it's unprofessional because that's the whole war cry of unprofessional. It's breaking down the standards of what we were told was possible and building a whole new standard around what we are capable of. And for tonight, for until midnight tonight, or if you email me, we'll see what we can do, okay? But you will get $400 off of this course. There are payment plans available. If you have questions, email me. But go to daniellejuriso.com slash unprofessional if this calls to you. Follow me on Instagram if you want to see how much fun I'm having promoting this. It's my favorite fucking thing in the world. And it's so me and it's so grounded in what I believe in. And I'm just so, so excited to welcome you into this course and welcome you into this new idea that you can actually be who you were destined to be without limitation. Cause that's the truth. The truth of the matter is, is you were created so individually, each and every one of you that you were built with this set of beliefs and this set of standards for your life and this set of experiences that you were given 
and this beautiful, amazing voice, guys, unleash your voice, you're meant to use it. You're not meant to just be like, oh, I'm going to shun all this stuff that makes me who I am today and never, ever going to talk about it. You're meant to share your message and you're meant to share it in the way that you were created and gifted to share it. No one else can do that. Only you can do that. And when you do that, the market becomes a lot less saturated because you start to realize that we're all just a giant puzzle and we all fit together. There's no such thing as competition. It's all collaboration. And this is really what this means to be hashtag unprofessional. So if you feel called to that, I want you to go ahead and swipe up, join the course. I would be so honored to have you and welcome you with open arms. And I would just love to have you in there. And it's live calls with me. So we get to have a back and forth conversation, but also you get like laser focused coaching. You can ask me anything and I'm going to be throwing stuff at you guys the entire month to get you out of your comfort zone and into your heart. So get excited. It's going to be so fucking good. And I'm just obsessed with each and every one of you. Okay. I love you so much. Kick ass, take names, change the world. Bye guys. I hope you love, love, loved that episode. You want to come hang out with me a little bit more and maybe talk some more leadership, love and unfiltered voice. Then you can go ahead and find me on social media at Danny Driuso. And I would love for you to come join me in my private Facebook community. This is where the conversation continues. Okay. So I'm always in there giving you guys live trainings and information and just making sure that you guys are fully supported in your business life and leadership. Okay. It's a totally free Facebook community and you can find the link below in the show notes to come join me there. And I would love, love, love for you guys to leave me a review if you feel so moved to and let me know how you are loving these episodes. Okay. And maybe who you want to see on next time. Thanks for tuning in to the Unleash Your Voice podcast and go be bright, be bold, and be you.